It's episode 177 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in a Zoom meeting with the head bitch who brunches, Vani, co-host of Bitches Who Brunch podcast, in addition to Pop Culture After Dark podcast, in addition to owning a business called Vani's Cup, Cuppy Cakes and Sweet Cupcakes. Uh, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited. And thank you for being here while being under the weather. Um, that's why we're doing it remotely, because Vani is amazing. And despite not feeling well, said, hey, we're, we're doing this interview. So I appreciate you tremendously for that. And I think it's time to toast Vani with a shot. Oh, we're doing this. What are you um, doing? So I have um, Jim Beam Apple. I wanted to shoot some whiskey. So let's pour this up. Yes, ma'am. All right. Cheers. Yes. Yes. No, I'm I'm a firm believer in whiskey being a cure-all for ailments because people will make like toddies with them and stuff. So I fully support your choice of shot. Um, you what? I fully support your choice of shot. Um. Thank you. I love that. Normally, like if we're out, if we're out at the club or whatever and somebody says shots, I'm like, oh, Rumple. Rumple's the first thing we go to. Like it's Rumple, it's Pickle Shot, or it's uh, Starfuckers. Oh, shit. I need to go out with y'all. Uh, I just traditionally am like, I don't know these fancy shots, so I just stick with tequila. And what's funny is I listened to an episode of Bitches Who Brunch where you and Rita, your co-host, were like, we'll take tequila shots, but we don't drink dark tequila, like specifically silver. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what had happened was with that. <laughs> so we love tequila. Like when I'm with Rita, me and Rita, tequila's our thing. Silver tequila, white tequila, blue tequila, any of that. That brown tequila? No, thank you. No. Okay. So I was working. This is like my first bartending job ever. I was working at this one strip club called the Party Doll. This was like back in the day. Oh, I remember. I, yeah. It was right there next to that little elementary school. Like, why would they do that? But anyway. Um, or middle school, I can't remember. No, I think it was elementary school. Um, that night afterwards, me and the girls thought it was going to be so cool. We're going to take shots and then we're going to eat Reese's peanut butter cups right afterwards. Yeah, it was not a good idea. Don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> Throwing up Reese's peanut butter cups and tequila, especially like the dark, the brown tequila. And it was Jose Cuero. So oh, no. no. Never again. Like I've been traumatized since my early 20s because of that <laughs> damn i'm a, I, f I feel like you need to it's been a long time you're a different woman i feel like you know what i mean like when you're ready you should ease back into like the añejos and the reposados yeah, can't do it can't, there's one okay there's one and i don't even know if it's like brown or it's really light in color but it's the, the tequila that you take with an orange slice instead mm. of a lemon I don't know what it's called, but that one I can some I can stomach that one. Okay. But anything else, like when I go out and I order margaritas that are on sale and stuff, and they bring it to me, and I take one sip, and I'm like, they made it with yellow tequila. I can't have it. I can't have it. Take it away. Like everything, like my stomach just gets hot and turns, and I'm telling you, I am completely traumatized. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, it's not even worth it. That ship has sailed. But I mean, silver tequila is fantastic. And so usually I'll go with an Añejo or Reposado whenever I buy it for myself. But I was like, Vani's coming. I have to get silver. So I owe, <laughs> I owe you a silver shot, okay? So when I see you in person, that's what's going to happen. So Vani, your personality, I mean, your look, like your whole vibe, like 
to me, and I interestingly, I said this to Abel yesterday when I talked to him. I feel like you're just meant to be an entertainment, you know, whatever that might mean. Like you're, you're very welcoming. You're very charismatic. Um, seeing you promoting bitches who brunch podcast. I'm like, I want to watch this podcast. Like I want to hang out with Vani and Rita and, you know, see what it's about. So bitches who brunch tends to focus on what some might consider taboo subjects, right? We're talking about sex from the female's perspective and in all ways, um, down to the nitty gritty. I mean, and what I, another thing that I think is neat is that you even bring up like current TikTok trends about certain things that people are doing now, nowadays when it comes to like attempting to have sex. Have you always been comfortable discussing these kinds of topics? Have you always been an open book in that regard? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've, I don't, and what's funny is that I don't know why I did not grow up in a open house. Like my, my family was very Catholic, you know, growing up, my mother, my father, my father did not like anybody in his business or the family business. And my mother was very like, don't get me wrong. She, I embody a lot of what my mother was like. She was very welcoming. She was very, I grew up watching her and my aunts and, and, you know, everybody, because they owned a Mexican restaurant here in Corpus long time ago in the Gaslight Square called Josie's Mexican Restaurant. Wow. Yeah. So I grew up watching them. I would go there. I would like five years old. I remember like seeing them like just in the kitchens and greeting people. And I would go with my mom to these tables to greet people, to take chips and salsa and stuff like that. So I, you know, I grew up like seeing that stuff and being like, just liking everybody, wanting to say hi to everybody, wanting to talk to people, wanting people to like, come like and enjoy themselves. So, but on the flip side of that, my mother was, she was private. People really didn't know much about her. So I, I don't know, <laughs> like, I just, I've never been one to, to shy away from who I am as a person, like to hide anything, or I just don't see the purpose in it. I think it takes too much energy for me to, okay, I'm here. I need to fix how I say, when I say it, like what I say, what I'm doing. It's just too much for me. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm such a loud, I'm such a vibrant person. I just, I I just, I can't, (laughs) I try. Like when I, I I try, I'm like, okay, I'm tonight, I'm going to be reserved. I'm not going (laughs) to, Like this, mm -mm, mm -mm. we get in the car and I put the radio on and Cardi B says, hey, and Nicki Minaj, I mean, Megan Thee Stallion's like, "Eh, we're going to have a night. I'm like, why is this going to have a night? I don't even know why I try. Exactly. But I think that that's such an important message for a lot of people to hear, because I think a lot of people feel... You know, for instance, like you said, with you're such a vibrant person, you know, um, we talked about this before. You're a Leo. Anybody who knows astrology knows Leos are you're literally ruled by the sun. Like when you enter a room and it's like the sun is entering the room. So even if you don't necessarily want attention, you're still getting it. Like it's, it's just an innate thing. Um, trying to minimize that never works out, you know? And I think a lot of people, when they feel like they might be, and I hate even saying it, but they might feel as though they are quote unquote too much. They might feel the need to, uh, I don't know, lessen the shine, I guess. But you're coming and saying like, there's no point in even attempting it. Like I'm going to be who I'm going to be and, and this is it. And, and because it's too much energy to be otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really like, if I try, it's, it's weird. People are like, oh, does, isn't it get exhausting? Like always constantly putting yourself out there like that and being bubbly and this and that. 
I'm like, I mean, I have my bad days too. And if I have my bad days, I'm not hiding those either. If I'm annoyed, you're going to know that's not going to be hidden either. But when I have to like kind of restrict myself, that's when I feel the energy just sucked right out of me. And I, you know, and I think like at the end of the day, people, we spend so much time, like we want to get to know somebody you get to know, especially when it comes to like relationships relationships or anything else like that you want to get to know somebody do not show that person what you think they want to see show that person who you are at your core on your ugliest days on your worst days on any day like show them that person because you know you can be all these things and then you get to the nitty-gritty and it's like huh why i don't i don't really like that yeah (laughs) so and then what you just wasted weeks months just no just don't do it just be you yes i like I like genuine, like people being genuine and stuff like that. And I, I love, okay. So Kaylee, I love Kaylee. She is my producer right now. For yes. My, shout out Kaylee. Producer. Yeah. She's my producer on bitches who brunch. And um, for the live segments, Abel's the producer for the podcasting platform segments. And I tell her, I'm like, Kaylee, I need you to tell me when I'm being like, ring, ring me in, like, tell me, be my devil's advocate. I need you to be like, um, should we have said that? So I could look at it and be like, mm, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so good about when she has to tell me that stuff. She's like, I'm, you know, I'm, you told me to say it. And I was like, I did. Good job. Thank you for telling me. But, you know, it's, I, I just, and I love hearing that perspective. I'll never get mad at anybody for telling me, hey, you might have went too far. And I would be like. I did. You're right. I'm going to do it again, but you're right. (laughs) But you know what? I I think that's cool. Well, first of all, I think it's cool that you're willing to toe the line. I always admire people who aren't always so reserved that they don't even approach the line. You know what I mean? And sometimes these things need to be said, right? Um, So I appreciate that and admire that very much because, you know, myself, I I can be really conscientious about how I say things and really like determine like, okay, who am I talking to? And I want to make sure that I don't say that, you know what I mean? And it can be draining, like like you said. Um, So to just have this platform that you're on with Bitches Who Brunch where you can just be free to pretty much say anything and everything. And it's definitely things that people have been thinking about. Um, so I want to touch on, because you brought up Kaylee, you brought up Abel, we brought up Rita. You have managed to really curate a really incredible team around you of people that you're comfortable with and that you can be yourself with and that you can talk about anything with, especially these like topics. And so was that like a trial and error for you or did your group kind of happen organically? You know, it was very much trial and error. So Abel came to me one day when it was to bitches. Well, first of all, me and Abel go back like MySpace days. Girl, we had a blog on MySpace called And That's What's Up. Really? We would, like, literally, yeah, we would literally just put our opinions on stuff and said it whether people liked it or not. This was <laughs> blogging days. But this is amazing. I love this. Yeah. So and then I ended up moving to Arizona for a while. But when I came back, you know, he was writing his books and doing his podcast. And he's like, I have an idea for a podcast. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, I wanted, and he's like, I, it's called Bitches Who Brunch. And, you know, it's, it should just be like girls' point of views on stuff. And I was like, it's mine. It's mine. Like, thank you for bringing it to me because it's already mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we had it for like 
a year I sat on it because I was looking for a co-host. Abel was like, you can do it on your own. You can do it on your own. And at the time I was like, I was like, I don't know. I haven't done like, uh, I was a little scared and I was really busy with my baking business at the time and stuff like that. And also I was working for Torrid. So, um, but uh, I, I talked to a few friends about being co-host and they would, it fell through. And then finally, like I was, you know, me and my cousin, I was like, you know what? I, I could probably make this work with my cousin. Me and my cousin are pretty much the same person. So let's, let's see where this goes. So I talked to her about it. We brought her in on it. Um, we brought her in as a co-host. Now she's, she's not a permanent co-host, but she was, you know, the co-host for season one and season two. Um, I'm not quite sure like how much of a role she's going to play in season three. Um, but she will be there for, you know, some of season three and everything. But so Abel and I, we started and it was funny. We humble beginnings. We started on Zoom and then we went from Zoom to Riverside and then Riverside to StreamYard. And then we had started with just audio and then it was audio and video. And now it's like live, <laughs> which is just kind of evolved. And we brought Kaylee in because Kaylee is like, she's an amazing, amazing editor. She yes. really knows her stuff. I am thankful, lucky, and blessed all in all for her to even want to have anything to do with, um, you know, my podcast and, and helping yes. out there. And she came in and she, she was like, okay, you know, what do you like? Well, you know, what, how do you want this? How do you want that? I was like, girl, it's your world. I'm just living in it. Do your thing. Yes. And that's, that's the thing about me. I love free. I love giving people free reign. Like I'm not real. I'm, I'm a little strict with my format because I, I have my format down as far as when it comes to my topics you know, if I'm going to have guests that day, how we're going to, you know, bring the guests in, like how the flow of it is going to go. Mm -hmm. But other than that, uh, I told Kaylee, like, you do whatever you want to do with this. She helped us design our new logo. And um, like, I'm really like right now I'm working on our merch store. So which is almost, almost done. How exciting. I know. I got like a, a test, like a shirt. They sent us some sample shirts and I was like, oh, I love this. I love this. I can't wait. I can't wait for then we're going to have like some fun stuff because like you were talking about TikTok trends and stuff. That was that one episode on Vabbing. It's hilarious. Yes, so. Vabbing. <laughs> for people who don't know what Vabbing is, I'm going to make you go off topic or off uh, the rail slightly. Tell us what Vabbing is for people who don't know. <laughs> All right. So out there for Vabbing. Vabbing is the secret art, or it should be secret, but it's all over TikTok, so it's not, of um, using your own personal juices as a perfume. So what you do is you go in there, you know, you just flick it around a little bit. I mean, people <laughs> are like, gross. But guys, like, literally sit there and think you're just, like, scooping out, like, in your vagina. And, like, <sighs> almost like it's Vaseline or a balm, and I'm, like, floating <laughs> on it. God. dabbing it. It's just a dab. So, uh, yeah, where you put like a little bit of your vagina juices, like just right here in your wrist, you know, and right here under your ears. Um, and it's supposed to attract men like yep. crazy. Like, and I tested it. I tested it. Oh. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt, it worked. Okay. So I, did it, I did it on a night when I was ovulating because they said that was the best time to do it when yes. you're ovulating. So I did it on that night. That night, I didn't pay for a single drink. I had like a table full of guys like at my whim that night. Wow. Okay. Because I have to admit, I, I'm absolutely curious about this. I'm a scientist at heart and I'm like, there has to be some truth to this. I mean, everybody, you know, even if you don't know shit about anything is aware of like pheromones and like the effects that they can have on the opposite sex or, or what, you know, whatever, any, anybody who happens to be around. I love that you 
put this to the test and and have results because because like did you have a hypothesis like eh, we'll see what happens like i doubt it's gonna work or did you think it was gonna work or you know what were your thoughts behind it oh no i knew it was gonna work i knew it i knew it because it makes total sense like you said pheromones and stuff and it's your own like you know secretions and it mix so it's gonna mix good with you and it's gonna create your own fragrance like i guess like i used to work in the dillard's at dillard's in the perfume department oh wow so like mixing like i've i noticed how like sometimes they don't smell like it's gonna smell in the card always try it because it's gonna mix with your skin and in a way it's gonna change the smell of it and stuff so i was like there's it's just it's it's chemistry it's it's gonna it's gonna go good i didn't realize how good it was gonna go (laughs) and i was like it was hilarious. Like when we were leaving, these guys were literally like, I'm walking to her, her to her car. No, I'm walking her to her car. Man, you're stupid. I'm walking her to her car. And I'm like, she can walk by herself to her car. Wow. <laughs> you're all this was purely for scientific purposes. Thank you very much. And like exit the building. That is fucking crazy. I love that you tested that so much. Uh, and, you know, for anybody who's interested in like trying something different when it comes to like, you know, attracting people this might be the move that is cool as hell so i forgot who it was that i had on the show when we were talking about vabbing that day but he was like do you think it'll work for men if men like you know and i was like with your semen that's gross no nope. <laughs> you're absolutely not <laughs> what will work for you is like okay we talk crap about like sweat and ew sweat's so gross i'm like go to the gym like get a little sweaty then clean yourself up, but go, you know, like your towel that you were, if it's kind of like what, just dab some of that on you. Cause I, I love like gym sweat, like man sweat. Like Yeah. Well, just natural, natural scent. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily BO, but like a natural scent. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely get that. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing against people who feel like they always have to smell like super, super, super clean. But I do like, like with a little bit of edge to it. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. Yeah, that man smell. That, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's another thing that I think is really cool about you, right? Is that you're willing to be open about this side of yourself very publicly because y'all have quite a following. And like you said, y'all are doing live episodes where people are interacting in real time, which is so much fun. I haven't caught an episode live yet, but I've revisited it like the next morning or whatever when I should be working. Don't tell anybody. And, uh, <laughs> It's just cool because you're interacting with people, you know, they're, they're commenting on, you know, maybe you share an anecdote and then they share one. And so did you have any reservations about maybe putting yourself out there in that way to a live audience? The only reservation I ever had was because I have a lot of kids. I have a lot of boys. (laughs) So I have seven boys and one girl and two stepsons so technically i have nine boys one girl wow and yeah they're all teenagers or adults my oldest is 25 and my youngest are there's three of them they're 13. wow so yeah they they vary in age so i guess like so i mean i had a talk with some of them i'm like look this is what i'm gonna be doing it's gonna be out there i know how tiktok like all this stuff works so you know they're really good with it they're really good with it. They're good sports about it. You know, sometimes they say like, "Ah, oh, my friends think you're so pretty," or my friends are adding you on Instagram, mom. Like, well, yeah, duh. Oldest, Look at you. My, my oldest son is the only one that ever had issues. He's like, he'll um he'll call me, and be like, "You better take that picture off of fucking Instagram right now. Take it down." And I'm like, "No, why?" <laughs> 
this was when he was in the Marine Corps and he's like, all my Marines are pulling it up. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, to really embody like your version of femininity and like who you are, you know, that takes balls. You know what I mean? It's incredible to see you putting yourself out there exactly who you are. And I know you said that you've always been a vibrant person and you've always been gregarious and want to connect with people. But when it comes to actually putting yourself out there, have you always been willing to do that? Um, yes. Yes, I have because I grew up in in a place where, in a family, like even though like not many people knew like my mom's like stuff, stuff, it was still within the family. Like the family knew everybody's dirty deeds, everybody's, you know, stuff and whatever. And me, the way I see it, like any past, like things that I did that were bad or any, you know, anything I did that would seem, you know, like not good for somebody to either do or go through any past mistakes or anything. That's my past. That's who I was. That's how I learned to be who I am. I'm not going to go through and be like, Oh yeah, I was, I was good. I never got in trouble. I never got arrested. You know, I never did this. I never did that. No. Cause I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I was in trouble. I got arrested. I've had to deal. I've had to deal with a mountain of like accusations and, and lies and, and people really coming for my character and coming for me as a parent, you know, and stuff like that. I've had to, I've gone through so much, with all that. And I've gone through loss and I've gone through heartbreak and I've gone through, I've gone to a point where I was almost homeless with my kids living in a garage that in my friend's garage that she was nice enough to let us live there for a little while after I got out of a very, very mentally and emotionally abusing relationship. So, you know, those part of those struggles of mine, those are, I'm, I mean, people are, um, I say I'm, I'm proud I got arrested, but I'm, I'm proud that, you know, I'm not ashamed of what I did. Yes. No, I think that is so powerful, right? Is owning everything you've been through and recognizing how it molded you into who you are today. Because like I said, I mean, two podcasts, running your own business, you're the vice president and the COO for the Coastal Bend Creator Con. Like what a complete 180, right? From like maybe past you, you know what I'm saying? And I actually was just talking to a friend of mine. I will leave her anonymous. She just got out of a long relationship And she's like, you know, uh, I've been fucking up, right? Like I've been doing things and I've been messing up. And I was like, that's okay. Like I read something that said, you're not living if you're not making mistakes. And, uh, that, that really resonated with me, you know? And it's like, hopefully you learn from them though. That's the only thing I'll give you a hard time about. Like make your mistakes, but like try to learn from them. But, uh, I think that's such an important message. And I'm really, really glad that you shared that because a lot of people can, reflect back and be like, God, you know, why did I do that? And let it hang over them. And and you're like, ultimately like, you know what? No, it's a part of my, me and my story. And, uh, it served a purpose. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I see it. And so that you haven't seen our other podcast that we actually have three podcasts. What's with the third one? Oh, so petty. No, we have we have one season of it. We haven't got back to it because one of the co-hosts, we removed one of the co-hosts. So we are in talks to bring in another co-host for season two, but season two is very much on the way. And Oh So Petty is a podcast that we came up with 
is exactly what it says to be petty. Because sometimes, okay, I'm sorry. People are like, oh, you're, you're be an adult. Don't be petty. I'm so sorry. There are some days where I am the conductor of the petty train, baby. Choo-choo. And I do not care. I do not care. So uh, we had our, some of our episodes we're talking about, and we use the word allegedly a lot, and we don't use actual names of people. We like give them pseudonames and stuff like that. (laughs) We tell tell these petty stories of like our lives or allegedly our friends' lives. And um, that's, that's what, it's like literally a podcast that just let off steam. And a lot of the feedback we got from the first season was like, oh my God, I love it because I literally think those things. And I've done those things, but nobody knows I've done those things, but I've done those things. And so season two is going to be coming pretty soon. We're hopefully we'll start recording for season two by the end of the year, but we'll see. So yeah, me and Abel, we got like so much on our plate. We're also talking about another podcast that we, damn. (laughs) So we're thinking there is a political podcast that we wanted to get into because we have had some people come to us and ask us, you know, how come we don't touch on political aspects on some of our podcasts because we have platforms, you know, and this and that. And yes, I get it. Like on my personal platform, like my personal Instagram and stuff like that, I will talk about political issues. I don't have a problem with that. But I'm on my Bitches Who Brunch. That's not the platform for that. Yes. Bitches Who Brunch. I, that is so people can come, have fun, like get away from all of that. You know, just literally like, just it, what is it called? It's called like... um like an indulgence, but like a one you're not supposed to have. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean like a guilty pleasure kind of Guilty pleasure. There you go. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I literally wanted that for. Um, so that's why like we've been talking about this political podcast and AWOL came up with the most amazing name for it. It's called your wrong opinion. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, um, We'll see when we can get that one off the ground, but we are we are excited about that one. And it's it's funny because both of us we keep coming up with like, oh my god, what about this? We're like messaging messaging each other in the middle of the night. What about this podcast? Like, why are we adding more podcasts to our? Why are we adding more stuff to us? <laughs> but you know, we just we love doing it. And then my cupcakery is called Bonnie's Cupcakes and Sweets. Well, Bonnie's Cupcakes and Sweets Cupcakery, and that okay. So how I start, if you, me 15 years ago, and you told me I was going to have a bakery and I was going to be baking and stuff, I'd be like, I don't even like cooking that much. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I never really started baking until, um, about 2014, I started baking for the Marine Corps and for Marines and sending in like cupcakes on Thursdays. So I had this thing called cupcake Thursdays where I would send in cupcakes to the squadron, you know, just for them to have it, it like became this big thing. So cupcakes, I love cupcakes have always been like a passion of mine. And I remember the very first cupcake I ever came up with was the maple bacon cupcake. Oh yes. I saw a picture of those fairly recently. They look delicious. (laughs) Yeah. That was my very first, that was my baby. And um, then it went from like some of the Marines were like, you know, Hey, my wife really liked your cupcake. She wants to know if you can make my son a cake. And I'm like, but you know what? I can cupcakes to cake. It's good. Like that's easy. No, it was not easy. No. (laughs) Hey, but you still executed it though, man. Cause your cakes look fantastic. Oh, thank you. And I'm all self-taught. I've never taken a single class or anything when it, I've, like I look on, I watch YouTube videos um, to how to do it. Like all my fondant work, that's like, I watch a YouTube video and kind of just copy what they're doing. 
and stuff. So, but my flavor list, like I've got like uh, for the cupcakes, I've got like a good flavor list. And I was like, okay, I came up with some of those myself, but then it went into cookies. I was like, I'm never going to do cookies. I hate cookies. I, they take too much time. Girl, I started doing cookies. And then it was like <laughs> macaroons. I am never going to make a macaroon. Macaroons are horrible. Like it's hard. It's, I'm not going to do, girl, I started doing macaroons, cheesecakes, everything I said I wasn't going to do. I ended up doing it. So I started that business in Yuma, Arizona, where I was living at the time. And the most amazing thing happened there because I was nominated for, you know how here in Corpus, they have like the best of Corpus Christi or whatever. Over there, they had one called Yuma Best and it was for the entire county of Yuma. And I got nominated for top desserts in the county, which was amazing. And I actually placed third. Wow. Which was even like, the two that beat me were big chain restaurants, but nonetheless, like to, to have made top three and I have a huge banner that they gave me from the um, newspaper and stuff like that for it. And it was really, really awesome. Like Yuma, Yuma was great for my baking business. And also when I was there, I started a program with my baking called smiles across the miles. Oh my God. So You're a badass. <laughs> I had base access to all the bases there in Yuma. There was a Marine Corps base, there was um, an Air Force base, and there was a Army base there. So I had access to all the bases. So with that program, people who had their you know sons, daughters, whoever stationed there. And I have to write this down. This is cool as hell. Smiles across the miles. Yeah, they would um, contact me. They would give me you know their sons' names or daughters' names. I would find them. And then I would, you know, they would place an order for them. So I would find them at their squadrons and their work, wherever. And I would go take them, these cupcakes, these cakes, balloons, everything. Like sometimes I would do it like on FaceTime so that they can see it, but it was always recorded. So I could also send that to the recording to the family, you know, just something to connect, you know, families with their soldiers, Marines, air, airmen, you know, and stuff. And it was, I, that, uh, that was like my favorite. Like I'm gonna start crying. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was that was my favorite thing. Funny, especially since I'm I'm a Navy mom now. I was about to Marine say that there is yeah. a hardcore connection and um, respect for the armed forces and you know everything associated with it. That is fucking incredible. You know the military kind of being. I mean, ultimately they were kind of the catalyst with the what was it cupcake thursdays yeah and then cupcake it really evolved thursdays. to your you know doing the smiles across the miles which i'm obsessed with <laughs> and and now you're a navy mom which i think is really really interesting and so you know have you always kind of had this connection with those in the armed services no no i haven't like my brother was in the navy but other and my uncle was a marine but I didn't like have my actual connection connection to the armed services or anything until I met my husband in uh, 2012 Okay, and stuff. And that's how my husband's a Marine. And so that's how we got, you know, into all that. And um, I immediately started volunteering with the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society. Um, I worked with his squadron and I was the assistant family readiness officer for VMFA 121, which means that we work with the families and like, um, we put together like the squadron events and stuff like that. And so it was, you know, it was fun. I volunteered with the chaplain's office as well. So I did, you know, as much as I could to kind of put myself 
like in those worlds to help out because once like I really got involved with the military and stuff it is a family it is very much a family I've made so many connections that I still have to this day to the biggest supporters of whether it's my cupcake business or now the podcast or anything it's just been amazing and I am a navy mom but I'm also a marine corps mom my oldest son is a marine and my daughter she's in the navy wow you must be so proud that is huge and like so selfless you know what I mean like whenever people choose to fight for their country in that way and and represent their country in that way I mean you just must be like thrilled I am all the time sometimes I'm a little scared of my daughter because my daughter works on destroyers so and she works deep in the heart of the destroyer so sometimes when she tells me she's going to be underway I'm like okay where are y'all going what are you doing what are you doing like what are you and she's like mom I'm like I know OPSEC I get it but um no yes I am very 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 proud of them and uh working with the Marine Corps like doing the the cupcakes with them I did this miles across the miles I also donated a lot to like Marine Corps balls and stuff so we would have like big sales and I would donate like 200 cupcakes and stuff and they would sell like they would sell my cupcakes for like five to ten dollars a cupcake and like do you know like I, I felt like, oh, my God, that people would actually pay that much money for one of my cupcakes. I mean, I know it's going to also help, you know, with the with the balls and stuff. I get it. But still like that, that was an amazing feeling. And also getting to attend different naval, um, Marine Corps balls where I did the Marine Corps cakes for them. That was that was an honor, a, a privileged honor that I will never forget. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure anybody who's listening to this wants to know how can we place an order? Like, are you open for orders? Like, how how does the process work? So I did just recently reopen my shop for orders. I had closed down during the COVID period and whatnot. But, and any orders that I had been doing recently were already placed because I get booked like a year or two in advance now. It's really crazy. So do you yeah. do like weddings, like big events like that? I do weddings and quinces and stuff. As a matter of fact, I will send you pictures of a quince I did. It was like an it themed quince. And oh, the wow. Amazing. So um, I do. Uh, right now, you can either go to my Instagram page or my Facebook for Vani's Cuppy Cakes. Should be the only one. <laughs> and um, you can send me a message through there. That's that's how people place their orders. And I'm doing right now my um, my what's it called menu is kind of limited right now because i'm just now getting back into it so mm. it's cupcakes i will do cakes but only certain like themes and styles i do a lot of drip cakes uh naked cakes semi-naked cakes um ruffle cakes and stuff and uh letter cake like number cakes i just started doing those number cakes and oh my god i'm obsessed with those they look so good when i saw you incorporate something with donuts too right I did. I did. That was a drip cake and it had like a bunch of donuts on the top of it. And um, I did one with sweets, you know, too, a bunch of candies and stuff. I mean, people just love that stuff. So yeah, that's, and you just, you order through that. I'm very, I'm very fairly priced. So my cupcakes, like they, and a lot of people, you know, I think it's funny. A lot of people do not like to put their prices yes. on their page. It's like DM me for a price. And I'm like, not me because my prices never change. Yes. So my cupcakes are $25 a dozen for just regular gourmet cupcakes. If you want anything with fondant, that's going to be $40 a dozen. And um, let me see my cakes. They start at as low as $45 for a six inch. 
um, you know, and then go up from there. But I will have all my prices like posted like on my site now and stuff. So you know exactly like what you're getting. Yeah. Thank, thank you for the transparency. Cause I know, you know, sometimes people are weird about contacting, you know, they just want to know things off the bat so that way they can make a decision then and there, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I appreciate that. So anybody who's interested in ordering cupcakes or specific types of cakes visit at Vonnie's cuppy cakes on Instagram or Facebook. Okay. So I want to go back a little bit to, you know, at first you said if you had told me 15 year old Vonnie, you know, you're going to be baking, you'd be like, no fucking way. Obviously you're really amazing at it, but like you said, you, you were self-taught. So what was it about it that made you stick with it? Because you've really become really fantastic at it. It was seeing people's faces the first time they bit into one of my cupcakes. That was, that was it for me. Seeing, seeing like, cause when I started baking, it was mainly for the Marine Corps. That's who I baked for. And, and just the, their faces, they lit up the second they saw me coming walking up to the squadron with the cupcakes or getting ready, like on Wednesday, like they're so excited for, you know, the next day. And just like, so the maple bacon one. So after maple bacon came chicken and waffles after chicken and waffles came, um, cookies and cream and stuff like that. So, and some of the Marines would give me like some, Hey, try this, try this, you know, and stuff. And for me, it's just the joy. It's the joy of seeing people like kids. When I started doing birthday cakes and stuff, kids that they're like, Oh, like their faces light up. Like just, I just, I like making, I like making people happy. That's, I think I have that slogan on, I don't know if it's my Instagram page or my Facebook where it's like, you know, making people happy one cup of cake at a time. Yes. You know? Yes. I think I'm fairly certain it's your Instagram and, uh, you can just tell, and there's so much joy in like your execution of it too. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, beautiful and to me feeding people is one of the most intimate ways to like interact with them you know and uh you're nailing it like I, I'm just looking at it and I'm like how I need to order something like I don't even have an occasion but like I just want to order something you know like I want to experience what everybody else is experiencing so you talked to we, we talked about bitches who brunch which is just an incredible podcast and so much fun and just free and uh, the live interaction is amazing. So y'all do that on Facebook Live. And we talked a little bit about Oh So Petty. But I want to talk about yours and Abel's podcast, Pop Culture After Dark. And so what was the inspiration behind that? Because as somebody who secretively follows like pop culture like crazy, I don't ever talk about it except with like my close friends. But the fact that you have a podcast about it just thrills me. So like what was the inspiration? Literally just like Abel, because we we just talked, oh my God, did you see this about Beyonce? Did you see that? Like, oh, she's stupid. Like she big dumb, like, you know what I mean? Stuff. So Abel was like, literally like, I just wanted to like, where we just kind of like TMZ, but better and more blunt and you know, exactly what we think of the situation. It's really good. Cause me and Abel, we, we clash a lot with like, you know, what we think. So really, really cool. Yeah, we do. So if you listen to the podcast, like he'll have a different take on a situation than I do. And we both say our piece and move on to the next, you know, the next uh, topic. And a lot of the feedback that we've gotten is people love that. People love that both of us are are not always like, yeah, same thing. No, sometimes we get into it. And sometimes Abel's like, I don't even know you. Podcast over. Done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, meh. And everybody loves, like, one thing we can agree on, we have a severe dislike for Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. um, for Candace Owens. And oh, <laughs> and so God. Everybody already knows, like, when they hear us, like, bring up those names, it's going to be, it's going to be ridiculous. And we, it's just so much fun. Like, that one's just fun because it's just celebrity gossip. It's just... And so, but what I really liked about that is people, my friends, people on Instagram, you know, um, they started tagging me in stories. Oh, nice. And I really thought that was really awesome. You know, they started tagging me in stories and, you know, just like, um, if somebody had a question, like on one of their pages, they'll tag me like, Hey, Bonnie, you know, what do you, what do you think about this? Or the, so that, that really like, wow, people are listening. When I look at our stats and stuff like that, I'm like, no way wow that's awesome people like different like so whenever I have my guests on my podcast and I'm like just letting you know this is just not national this is international they're like nervous (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm not kidding I'm not kidding it it really is a place like little islands that I didn't even know existed you know and I'm like this this is awesome so you know that's that's just what it is we're we're doing something that we would do anyway over you know, over a white claw or something, we, we would do it anyway. And we're just, we're doing it. And a lot of people are like, you're how I get my celebrity news. Like literally, I don't even. That is a hell of a compliment because you know that you can find celebrity news anywhere, right? Like in the palm of our hand. And the fact that they're willing to, not willing, like they want to look you up and be like, what is Vani saying about this? Like that is incredible. And it's not even women, it's men, which I, which, Again, I'm like, this is hilarious. And like this, um, and these, like some of these guys work out on the base and they're like, we love you and Abel. God, they love Abel. Like they, we love y'all's banter. That's how we get our celebrity news. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is cool. Like it's, it's not women, it's guys. Like guys are like wanting to know the tea when it comes to, you know, I'll have guys message me and they'll be like, I can't wait for this week's episode. I want to see what Kanye's up to. And I'm like, Man, first of all, I don't even want to talk about Kanye. Kanye has me all the way stressed the fuck out. Oh, God. As somebody who is a, like, since um, college dropout, been a big Kanye fan, it is hard to be a Kanye fan now. I try to separate personal from music because, I mean, the music is. But I'm I'm with you, Vani. <laughs> oh, Kanye. Abel's like. It was like, uh, so how, how you doing? How you doing? You know, Kanye, Kanye's acting. I was like, man, I don't want to. Kanye, uh, last night, he had this many posts. This morning, he took them all off, and then he came back. I was like, and now I looked again. There's 92 fucking posts. Oh, my God. I'm done. <laughs> because I screenshot everything. I come over Do you really? Life. Yes. Because Kanye, he'll make a post, and then he'll delete it. Yes. He'll make it, and he'll delete it. So you got to be quick with it. So yes, I do. have, like, my notifications on for him. So every time anything pop up, I'm right there. I'm like screenshotting it. Cause I know it's going to be gone. Yes. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that just makes you good at what you do. You know, it's like for the sake of documentation and consistency and historical context, I have a folder of Kanye IG screenshots. <laughs> I really do. It's ridiculous. It's really, it's ridiculous. And not just like one, like the other day when he had those 92 posts, I was like, I'm not even screenshotting shit. I'm screen recording this and I'm going through every post. So I literally screen recorded it and just went through the post. It's a six minute long screen recording. Holy shit. Yeah. But I mean, 
this is what pop culture news is made of. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if, if us, like, uh, I, for instance, I'm thinking specifically of the Khloe Kardashian picture that was posted. It doesn't matter if she wiped it off the internet. Somebody somewhere took a, sh- yeah, that was funny, and then uploaded it on Reddit, and now the whole world has it. That is so hilarious. I, uh, I appreciate you and, like, that kind of effort because I'm the one looking up, there's a deleted, let me, where can I find it? Like, Googling it and stuff. I can't even front. Like, I am totally that person. And it's people like you that make it possible for people like me who who aren't as like you know on the up and up like you help people like me out so thank you you're welcome you remember when chris um what's his name oh god why can't i think right now oh, oh it's because i'm sick oh um, that's right i'm sorry i won't keep you for too much longer no 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 uh, please you're good it's just brain my, my brain's farting but anyway the hot one captain america Oh, uh, Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. yeah, Chris Evans. Remember when his dick pic got leaked? I have it. I look. Can you? I looked hard for that. I'm so sorry if it. You know, whatever, Dale. I'm sorry, but I had to see it, and uh, I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, if you don't mind. I'm gonna send you some stuff anyway, girl. Oh my god, that is so hilarious. I'm sorry, I'm a curious person and I and this kind of stuff I'm interested in, so thank you for that. I'm a I'm a congratulations, Captain America. That is so hilarious. Well he played it off so well too, and I think that's why it went the way it went, is because he was just kind of like silly about it, like whoops. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, okay, but when that happened. I, yep, I have it. And everybody, like, everybody's looks so hard for it. They can't find it. And it's just living rent free in my camera room. Yep. Yeah, I got it. Y'all, what do you need? I have it. Shit, girl, you might be able to sell some pics to people. That is so funny. Uh, okay, so podcasting seems to be your preferred mode of creativity, I guess. And so, yeah, what is it about podcasting that you really relate to and that you feel, you know, because you're really, really good at it, like excellent, like just a natural. And, you know, what what was it about it that spoke to you in that way? Um, I think it was the chance to get like not just my opinions or or what I have to say out there or something like that, but also just because I know like people are going to hear it and they're going to be like, I feel that way. I feel it. I've seen it. I've done it. Uh, you were thinking it, but you said it, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's just what I like about it. And I also want to give people a platform, like whenever they come on to be themselves to like, you know, talk about their stuff also and everything. But, but I will say I very, very much would love to parlay my bitches who brunch into a radio talk show. That's yes. the goal. That is the goal for me um, with that. So I just, I don't know. I just, I love it. I you know, I'm, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. That's what I do. <laughs> but it's all, but like, it's so, it's so easy. You know what I mean? Like I said, very natural. And to me, and you have the voice. And I, it's so funny because I just said this to Abel yesterday. You have the voice for radio, but you have the face for television for sure. Like you could do, you know what I mean? Like you could do like a, a, t- a radio show, but with t- video. I don't even know if that's a radio, but you know what I mean? Um, you, you have a really amazing presence and I love that there's video associated with your bitches who brunch podcasts. Um, yeah, I, I'm just like mega impressed by you and I don't want to keep you for too much longer because I know that you're not feeling well, but I want to talk to you about your involvement with the coastal bend creator con and how, 
you know, you ultimately became the vice president and chief operating officer for this? Because this is going to be really amazing. And it's going to be the first one in the Coastal Bend. And it's thrilling. So, like, how, how did this all come to be? So me and Abel have always like pretty much like since we started our, our creating, like working on our brand and stuff like that, we've always kind of wanted to like bring stuff to people that it's like, but it involves everybody too. Like, and not just that, but also where we're from, like, you know, really try and like build up where we're from. But Abel came up with this idea. And as soon as he started talking about it and I was like, I'm there, I'm there. What do you need? So um, we decided, you know, yeah, this is this is what we were going to do. We were going to bring together a team and we were going to, you know, see what we can offer here to the Coastal Bend. Not only is it the first of the Coastal Bend, but it's also the first of its kind anywhere in the United States. Really? To have a convention, yes, to have a convention geared towards creators and small business owners and stuff like that. Really, you know, teaching people how to get out there and put themselves out there, make a brand, have their presence. So we're going to have like a lot of workshops, you know, on how to do all that. We're going to have the simplest workshop on just how to take a selfie, how to make a reel. Um, there's going to be a fun genius. one. Do some thirst traps. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but people are interested in this. Like this is you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are self-taught, but there's some people who are like, I don't know how to do that. Like, how do I do that? And this is, this is valuable information. Yeah. So it's going to be super fun. And then we're also going to have, we're bringing in some speakers from TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, you know, a bunch of different speakers, like, you know, of like some kind of well-known TikTokers and YouTubers and Twitch people and streamers and stuff like that. So we're going to bring them in. They're going to do some panels. They're going to take questions. We have one in particular that's going to come in and talk to you guys about like how to file your taxes for this at the end of the year. Because if you want to be a creator, great. If you want to monetize your content, that's great. Guess what? At the end of the year, you're going to have to file those taxes. You're going to have to file forms. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to create your own LLC, your brand, like all that stuff. It's like not just getting in front of a camera and getting the views and the likes and the shares. Yes. There's a lot that goes into it. So we're going to bring some people in to talk about that, to talk about, you know, their rise. We're going to have like a whole drag panel. I'm here for it. I cannot wait. We have drag queens. They're just going to be amazing up there. And then in the middle of the convention, we're going to have 60 vendors. And the best part about it is we're going to have 10 selfie experiences. So if you've ever been to a selfie gallery, we are going to have 10 of those throughout the creator, throughout the con that you can take. You're, and it comes like that's included in the price of the ticket and stuff. So you can visit each, you know, selfie experience as many times as you want. You know, we wow. want to make the entire event Instagramable. you know, just so we're going to have people live on Instagram, streaming live, like, you know, just like talking, going around, showcasing different vendors. And then like around six o'clock, we're going to start ushering people outside right in front of the bank center because that's where we're going to have our block party for the night. We are going to have food trucks. We're going to have entertainment. We're going to just have so much fun out there. It's literally geared to be like a whole day experience. Wow. I am freaking stoked. I got to talk to Kaylee about it a little, right? And so that was definitely like, okay, this is sounding really, really cool. And then to hear you lay out all of these details, I'm like, this is coming together really nice. This is going to be absolutely amazing. And so what I think is really neat about you and Abel, because I think a lot of people can relate to like, you know, spitballing ideas back and forth, you know, amongst I don't know, a friend or a family member or whatever. Y'all actually spitball and then make these ideas happen. <laughs> yeah, we're very much so. That's why we already know when we start talking about it, we're like, do we 
yep, we're going to do this. Let's do it. Like, you know, we're, cause we, me and Abel, we're just like, why not? We're adults. We're capable. We're this, we're going to do it. Like I've spent a lot of like, I spent all my twenties pregnant or postpartum. So I like, didn't start like living, living like my adult personal life until I was in my like mid thirties where my kids were already a little bit grown and stuff like that. So at the, and then Abel, Abel's gone through quite a bit himself, you know, for his age that he's at. So we're just like, we're not going to waste any time. Like we're here to, to get ourselves out there, to get the cult of out there, to get Corpus Christi out there. We really want to make this a Mecca for travelers, not, you know, just to come and see like, there's amazing people here in Corpus. There's yes. amazing creators. There's amazing businesses. Like come see, it's not just, you know, just the, the seawall, like it's, there's so much here in Corpus and that's really, really what we want to gear it towards and stuff. That's why we love to go out. We love to shoot content at like local bars, local clubs, local restaurants. Yes. We like to post that on there. We throw it on there. We don't ever ask for compensation or anything in return or anything like that, because we just want to get people out there. We want to get people into these new places and just enjoy your city. Be proud of where you're from, you know? Yes. Oh my God. I'm like, you are amazing. You have so much going on. I'm just so incredibly impressed by you. Thank you for bringing up such an amazing point that I was actually having a discussion with uh, people earlier today that just because, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to be quote unquote, I use this word loosely, young is the only time you can do things, right? Um, But like, you know, you said like 20s, people think like, oh, if I'm not established by 25, you know, whatever. Um, And you're like, here I am. Like, I'm really just barely getting started. And look at all this amazing stuff happening like i fucking love that that is the bomb i am i am if i can do it anybody can do it i am 43 i have 10 kids i have one grandbaby like age literally is nothing but a number like you can do anything you can start at any age yes it doesn't matter girl you're killing it bonnie you're amazing i'm like in awe of you thank you so much for being here with me tonight especially being under the weather i appreciate you tremendously for anybody's listening who's not following at bonnie smiles what are you doing please follow at bonnie smiles you just get beautiful pictures amazing um outings whenever she goes and visits local spots um from there i think you have your podcast link there too right so then that's at bees who brunch which is short for bitches who brunch podcast and then there's also uh pop culture after dark and then there's also oh so petty and then there's also the coastal bin creator con and then there's also potential for there to be another podcast down the line so just (laughs) oh oh and at vonnie's cupcakes to to check out all her sweet delicious things that she makes so just vonnie's everywhere she's going to continue being everywhere so just you know applause to you girl you're amazing and thank you again for being a guest I appreciate it. Uh, we got to do a goodbye shot. I love you. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I don't have my tequila right now. Well, well, oh, no. Yes. Well, I, I have it. Just hold on. I got to pause. Hold on. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Plug yourself while I get up. Mm-hmm. Oh, she said plug myself, right? Okay, bet. All right, guys, so if you want, you can go ahead and check me out at uh, Bonnie Smiles on Instagram. All of our podcasts are available on every podcasting platform. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Make sure you check that out. Please, please stay in touch with the Coastal Bend Creator Con. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook.
That was incredible. You had that locked and loaded. And the fact that you're uh, saying we needed to do a closing shot, you're the best. Absolutely. Let's pour this sucker. Mm. We'll do one after we stop recording, too. Yes. Bam. Cheers. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.